Hello everyone. In true anti-capitalist, anti-patriarchy fashion, I am once again using my Instagram to record my podcasts. Um, <laughs> I'm in this podcast group um, by the platform that I use to podcast and there's all these people talking about microphones and systems and things and meanwhile I'm like mm, I'm just gonna go live on Instagram and then download the video to my phone and then download that video to my computer and then download that audio because that is honestly the easiest way for me to do it <laughs> and so I'm coming here to record my podcast um, because this because then it's just like I don't know it just feels more me than um, just talking to the air talking to my phone which yes even when I don't come to Instagram to record my podcasts if I record them not on Instagram I just hold up my phone and talk into it that's my high-tech microphone <laughs> for podcasts <laughs> so anyway hello um, I wanted to just pop on here I, I just came back from a walk um, a little bit ago and the moon is big and it's going to be full um, on Saturday and it's already looking beautiful and lovely and um, just being out under it was inspiring but I was thinking about just in, in my coaching channel this week we've been focusing on you know what do we feel like what do we feel deconstructing in our lives what what old beliefs and old patterns are coming up to be deconstructed and then what are we uh, reconstructing in our lives and um, that got me thinking as I was out walking about my own process of deconstruction which happened years ago you know seven years ago or started seven years ago it's still happening but it started seven years ago my exit from evangelical Christianity um, into where I am now. Um, but when I, when I went through my near-death experience and started um, the, the journey of uh, deconstructing and leaving Christianity, there were... The emotions, I mean, some days felt like they were going to take me under. And at the time, I did not have a lot of folks in my circles who were considering the things that I was considering. I did not have, I had a couple of friends who were starting to question things, who had been through some things in their church. And it was like, mm, this is, this is this is not right but you know they had been through some things um so we there was a bunch of us that were in a place of questioning but you know there weren't and there weren't a lot of people on social media really talking about it a lot either i can't remember exactly when the band gungor um i never can say their name right you know when they started that process or, or at least the um one of the one of the people in the band did and um you know, Jamie Lee Finch was doing some work at that time too, but her book wasn't out yet. And so I really felt like I just, I didn't have anywhere to land. I felt 
two words described how I felt when I left evangelical Christianity. And at the time, I was still married to a man who still believed in that, you know, in, in that um, in that faith. And I could not take part in it anymore. And so I felt two things very clearly. I felt isolated and I felt completely untethered. Just, you know, like, like I was just floating out there. Like I didn't have anything to anchor at all. And that, those are the worst feelings. And I think a lot of I mean, I think we've experienced that in 2020 with the pandemic. We felt the same thing. We felt isolated and untethered, unconnected from people. And those two feelings together can really make for some, you know, hot shit going on in your brain. I mean, like, just, you know, the mental aspect of that, the mental dynamics of that are huge. And they can make you start to feel like, you know, maybe you're um, going, you know, to a place emotionally that you don't really want to go. But, you know, when I was, when I was going through that, when I was feeling those things, um, I knew it was the right thing to do. I knew the deconstruction was the right thing to do. What I didn't know at the time was whenever you, like even just like we're talking about an everyday habit, if you're wanting to stop some type of a habit in your life, you don't just stop a habit. You have a neural pathway in your brain for a habit. <laughs> you know, it's like it has a place in your brain. It has its own little like real estate there. And so you can't really just drop a habit. You have to replace it. And that same thing happens when we're deconstructing from a religious and, you know, upbringing, when we're, um, you know, leaving any type of a rigid belief system. You, you can walk away, but it's all kind of still in here, right? It may not be taking root here, anymore but it's still here and so you have to replace that with something and I wish I had known at the time <laughs> that that was a big key to doing that that whole to, to walking through that whole process was to not only deconstruct what I what had been indoctrinated into me but to begin to reconstruct something and it would take me some years to figure that out that there that there was a that there was something but I just didn't know I didn't know like what do you go to when Christianity has been every has been the foundation of your life for so long when every decision in your life goes back to God's will when every um you know dynamic of your life you have looked through the bible to see if it aligns or not and you've asked multiple people and you know then what do you do when the music that has surrounded your life has been geared toward worshiping a deity and that that would send you to hell if you didn't worship him that's a pretty 
that's a pretty, you know, big foundation of things that have just been piled up for at that time, 40, just over 40 years of my life. So you just walking away, no wonder I felt untethered and isolated because pretty much I was. And so now with everything that's happened in the last four years, we're seeing more and more like I'm seeing, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but um, so Abraham Piper, if you're on TikTok, I got on TikTok just to follow this dude. Um, he's in the deconstruction business. <laughs> I don't know if it's a business, but um, so he was, he is John Piper's son. Um, who's, if you've been in evangelical Christianity, you know who that name is. Um, and I've been listening to, to his takes on the deconstruction in his life. And, you know, now there's a lot of people talking about it because the last four years, listen, if I'm going to give Donald Trump credit for anything, <laughs> I'm going to give him credit for making people who were on the fence and a little, they like, people were watching what I was doing and people were curious about what I was doing in my life. But until he stepped into the picture and start, and all the Christians started like cheering him on, I think that was the time when a lot of people in my life started looking at me and going, mm, maybe she's on to something. <laughs> maybe. Maybe she's not as, you know, off off of her, you know, rocker, which is, I say, you know, which was what I was accused of. Um, but, you know, people were starting to think, okay, maybe, maybe there's something behind this. Maybe, maybe there's some, you know, some validity to this. And so now more and more people are talking about it. More and more people are doing it. More and more people are speaking out about it. And so this is, this is a good time if you've been questioning or if you've always felt like something wasn't right. This is, this is a much easier time as far as finding resources to, to walk out of, um, of that and into back into yourself, right? But the thing is, when I began my deconstruction process, I began that process with the belief that I could not trust myself. My intuition had been completely laid flat and disintegrated. And so I was starting from building from scratch, building from the ground up with my intuition. So I was reading an article recently that talked about um, that scientists believe that intuition comes from the signals of the heart. And in Christianity, we're taught that our heart is deceitful. Let me just quote the scripture. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. And that, that just plays, I mean, it's still in my brain, obviously. And I haven't been to church in years. I have not picked up a Bible in years. And that verse is still here, clear as a bell. I can't even remember why I walked in the fucking kitchen, but that verse is here, clear as a bell, right? So 
I didn't believe, I, I knew, like, I, I kind of knew I needed to leave this. I, I knew it felt horrible, but I didn't realize that was my intuition. I just thought that was just some, you know, weird thing that was happening to me as a result of my near-death experience. And then, and honestly, I thought a little bit I might be losing it, but I also knew I couldn't stay but I didn't have that trust in myself, that trust in that inner knowing and that inner voice, because I had always been taught that the inner voice, the you know, those feelings, those emotions, that's probably the devil. That's probably the devil. That's what I had always been taught. And that, you know, you needed to hear clearly from God, which I never really figured out how to do and thought there was something wrong with me because I never really could fit. I'm waving this around like a Harry Potter wand. It's my, it's my pen. Um, people on the podcast are going to be like, who, what, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> but I, I felt like I had this, um, you know, I, I just, I, now I lost my train of thought because I ta started talking about my pen. See what I mean? I can remember the verse, but I can't remember why, what I was just talking about. Um, but I just, I had this, you know, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know, I didn't trust myself. There was still this big fear in the back of my mind that I could be headed straight to hell in a handbasket. Even though then there was part of me that was like, that is just not even logical or rational but it's still there. It's all still in, in the brain, right? And so um, coming out of that and not having any self-trust was, was so hard. And the feelings were so big. And I just remember having day after day after day where I would just cry. I would just, I just didn't even know what else to do because I knew I couldn't stay. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know if I could trust myself to know where to go. I didn't know, you know, all these things. So when you're walking away from a belief system like that, then it's important to honor what you're feeling and to deconstruct that belief system. But it's also important to walk toward something else. Even if that something else is just learning more about self-trust, even if that something else is just learning more about um, your intuition and your inner knowing, but start replacing it with something. And you're, you're, there's still going to be some of that like untethered feeling for sure. I mean, that's just going to happen. But the beautiful thing is, as you start walking towards something else, those you, you create these new neural pathways in your brain so that the only messages coming through aren't, you can't trust yourself, the heart is deceitful, the you know devil masquerades as an angel of light, and that's the reason this feels so right to you because it's the devil. All of those things um, will, you know, you'll be walking toward and, and, and creating something else something with that. And so as I was talking to my coaching group this week, I was, we were talking about the importance of deconstructing while also reconstructing. So if you think about like taking something apart, then you're just left with like 
you know, a bare space. And so reconstruct something in that space. And, and the reason I say it's reconstruction and not like new construction is because it's still, there's, you're still there. You are still there. You are still you. You still exist. What doesn't exist anymore is the indoctrination and the old patterns and the old beliefs. So then you get to start to reconstruct something from this new place. But I really feel strongly that the way to do this is, it's not ever going to feel easy, but the way to do it where it feels most easy is in community, in community with other people so that you're not in isolation and then finding something to anchor to. And for me, that's why I am so thankful that somebody came to one of my yoga classes one day and started talking about the moon and using the moon to track your cycles and things like that because the moon became that anchor I could tether to. And let me tell you why. It's because the moon was not threatening. The moon is part of nature, which is still part of, quote, God's creation. If that's, if you're on, you know, if you're in that in between about like what what's true and what's not knowing that i was working with something that was still part of something that i didn't create myself like the moon has always been here i didn't create it myself there's you know historic you know anthropological evidence of women using the moon to you know uh to track their cycles of cultures and areas and and places using the moon to plant to as a timing device right and that felt really safe to me yes the moon isn't scary it felt really safe and the moon is not like looming over me like ready to like strike me down or anything like that it's just it's just there being beautiful and doing its thing and so it was a really great thing for me to be able to anchor and start establishing trust in myself and then a rhythm with something. You know, I think that, that any religion, any type of belief system has rituals and rhythms and things that are very comforting and can be very comforting when they're not fucking toxic, right? When they're not totally undermining your belief in yourself and your sexuality and your, you know, your nature and all of that, those their rituals and um, and things like that can be really comforting and they can ground us and help connect us closer to ourselves, help us be our most authentic selves and to dis- and to feel free and more quote secure to discover new things to consider new things to be open to things it can help give us that footing that we need to do that so i didn't know that that's that would be the basis for everything i've created over the past 3 years i didn't really identify that then i just knew i wanted to start talking to people about intention and i wanted to bring the moon into it cuz it helped me 
and all that kind of stuff. Like that's all I knew then, but now as the universe keeps dropping, like as I have evolved over the years, as the universe keeps giving me more and more direction on where I'm really going with all of this, to talk more about people, you know, to talk more about my own um, deconstruction from evangelical Christianity, to talk more about how to find your rhythm, to talk more about radical self-trust and connecting back to your intuition to have that because those are all the things we need as we're going through this upheaval in our society right now. Those are the things that we need to, to move forward into a new way of doing things, a new way of living. We need radical self-trust. We need to get back in touch with our intuition because when we're in touch with our intuition, you know, intu you know all this bullshit that you know, we're dealing with doesn't exist in that intuitive place, in that essence. That's a, that's a place where we, we don't bring in all that baggage and we make decisions from there. And when we move from there, we really move. Since intuition comes from the heart, if we're really in touch with our intuition, we're moving from a place of pure love. You can't really go wrong with that. <laughs> so, you know, when, and, and we're tethered, we're grounded. We're, you know, and that's what makes us able to take action in our lives and do things that make a difference in the world, that make a difference in our community, that make a difference in our circles um, without wearing out and burning out because we're not doing it from a place of codependence or obligation anymore. We're not doing it to try to prove our worth. We're doing it from that place of love. And like who knew all that time ago <laughs> that this this was where I was going this was where my work was going so I was thinking about that as I was walking around the pond this evening and looking at the moon and just thinking of how my life has really come full circle several times since then and how grateful I am for that and how grateful I am for this work and I just want you to know that if you're coming from one of those backgrounds, one of those places where you were indoctrinated in religious teaching and you, uh, or in some type of rigid, um, you know, type of rigid background where you were told what to believe and, and um, everything was very binary in the way it was taught that Number one, you do have, you have a place to come to. And I am one of those places. Jamie Lee Finch is one of those places. Um, Joe Lumen, I've got to find out how to say her name, um, is one of those places. Um, you know, there's lots of places now to come to start that journey. Let yourself be held. In the journey you don't have to go through this journey alone let yourself be held and move toward something and if you're looking for that something if you're feeling that untethered feeling and you want to connect to something I would love to tell you how to connect to the moon a little more go back through some of my work here um, I've got several different ways um, that I uh, everything from from free stuff to to paid stuff that you can learn more about finding your rhythm with the lunar cycle 
if it's not the lunar cycle for you, maybe it's other some other type of nature or earth type of connection. You know, maybe it's a spirit connection, maybe it's ancestral, maybe it's all of those things um, in different ways, but move toward something. Even if you're not really sure what you believe yet, remember that that, that binary thinking is the leftover indoctrination, the, the feeling that like, well, I have to either believe in this or this. No, it's okay to explore. It's okay to try and dip your toes in a few things and try them out and see what works for you. And you'll find that thing that resounds with you as you try other things, as you learn um, to trust yourself again, as you learn to um, know that your heart is good and leads you to the right places, then inevitably you will find that thing that you can tether to and will become your anchor. So anyway, those were just thoughts I had tonight that I wanted to come here and share. And um, if you are listening to this on a replay on Instagram, hashtag replay, let me know what your takeaways were from this. Let me know what, um, you know, what, where you are. And, and I'm happy to um, validate your story, validate your feelings shoot me a DM and say, hey, did you ever feel like this? Or here's how I'm feeling right now. Does that sound familiar? I'm happy, you know, to like affirm that in you. Um, and let's, you know, let's kind of be that community for each other as we um, move away from the influence that told us what we had to believe and what we should believe and, um, was very based in fear and threats and and all of that and let's move towards something together that is truly based truly based in love not just lip service about love but truly based in love all right thanks for listening i'll talk to you guys later